Hey, thanks for listening to The Wreck. This is Joseph Malord. On the first podcast that we dropped today, we had Black Sports Online, Robert Latall, talk about the Mayweather and McGregor match from Mayweather's point of view. Now, I have Josh Sanchez here from CampusSports.net because Josh is very simply one of the most knowledgeable people there is when it comes to MMA. So we're not only going to talk about McGregor in this fight, but also with some recent news happening this week, we have to ask the question, is John Jones' career over? We'll get to that. This one is just 11, 12 minutes. Very short, but very enjoyable. Thanks for listening, guys. Let's get to it. The the main question that I've been asking everybody that's going to be watching this fight is, how is this even happening in the first place? There's only one answer, and you can tell by the way it's dubbed the money fight and they're fighting for the money belt. It's all about money. Uh, there's really no way that a 49-0 and boxer should be sanctioned against an 0-0 guy in completely different sports. I know Connor can hold his own in the cage, but when it comes down to commissions, money's the only reason that it's really going to happen. And that's the only reason that both of these guys want it to happen. There's Outside of that, there's there's more to gain for Connor. Floyd really has nothing to gain except for a new trademark for 50-0. and So he's looking at it the way he looks at everything. And like I said, it all comes down to money. Well, I was about to say that, um, you know, people were saying that, if anything, Mayweather's risking the most because this would just be, I mean, he's out of any conversation about best fighter if he somehow loses this match, which I don't think anybody is thinking that he will. But at the same time, this is kind of a genius plan from him, I see, or or just genius in the sense that it's an easy way to 50 wins. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think that his whole career, he's... He's wanted to get to that 50-0 and 0 mark, and he saw this opportunity pop up. And, and how can you say no to fighting a guy who has no pro boxing experience for over $100 million? I mean, like you said, he has a ton, He has the most to lose for sure. Connor really doesn't have anything to lose. He's going in there. He's going to get respected for going against an all-time great, and he's going to get a big payday. Floyd, if he loses, there's a shadow over his whole – like, it just ruins his career. I mean, yeah. at the same time. At the same time, you could be like, ah, oh, he's he's too old now. He gave it one more shot. Good for him. But you know that's going to kill him having a, that 49-1 and one would be deadly. And, and you know what's the good thing for McGregor, too, is that nobody expects nobody expects him to get knocked out. Not just because of the way that Mayweather fights. Like, people think that is it's uh, even people that are sure that he has no way to win. Nobody's saying that. McGregor has no chance and he's going to get knocked out. No, because we know who Floyd Mayweather is. It's that he has no chance to win, and we're just going to watch a complete. We're just going to watch a complete masterclass on Floyd's part. So McGregor, to the casual fans' eye, is not going to get destroyed. Nobody's going to be saying that he lost dramatically on points. Yeah, that's true. What, what I will say though is, I'm not so sure that he can't be knocked out. The only thing that I would say is, I'm not entirely convinced that Connor can't get knocked out. Because in that first fight with Nate with Nick well, with Nate Diaz, he uh, he took a one-two combo, started wobbling, was up against the cage. He was looking for his way out, and he shot. And he's not a wrestler, so whenever you've got a striker shooting for a takedown, you know you're in trouble. And he's not going to be able to take down Floyd in a boxing match. So <laughs> yeah. if Floyd if Floyd catches him quick, gets him wobbly, and follows it up with a flurry there's a possibility that you could see a stoppage. Yeah, that, that was one of the funniest things that Mayweather said yesterday when he was like, I'm undefeated and Connor's undefeated standing up. So it's a good matchup. Uh, exactly. Um, so for, for Connor, I mean, 
you know, everybody is in the moment right now. But what would come next for him after this? Like, win or lose, what, what's 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 next for him in, in, in MMA? Like, I mean, what what happens next after this? It's it's really tough to say because Connor's as unpredictable as you can get. Um, if he wants to stay in boxing, I hope to God he doesn't fight Paulie Malignali. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to see that. Like, Paulie, just shut up, go away. You're irrelevant. You know, Connor made Connor made you popular again. Just that's that's the only thing that I don't want to happen. What I do think is going to ha- the most likely scenario is that Connor is going to fight Nate Diaz for a third time. They're going to finish their trilogy, and this time it'll be for the 155 pound belt. Um, if you notice it earlier this week at media day, Connor had said there's a trilogy fight that I've got to complete, and Diaz is the only one that fits that bill. So. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's already on his mind, I could see that making the most sense. Is this good for MMA? As as long as he doesn't get just torched in a couple of minutes, yeah, it's a positive. <laughs> I mean, because what he's doing right now, he's giving the sport enormous exposure, and anytime you put yourself in that spotlight, everybody that's with you benefits from it. Dana White's been by his side every step of the way, you know. And win or lose, Connor's made himself a villain that everybody's going to want to see what happens next. So if that fight happens to be an MMA, that has the potential to break pay-per-view records again. I mean, by putting himself out there the way that he has, he's done nothing but great things for MMA, I think. Because really, like you said before, nobody's giving him a chance to win the fight. So if he goes out there and loses a 12-round decision, you've got to give him all the respect in the world. He's an MMA fighter in there with an all-time great go in the distance yeah that looks good for the ufc you know so so this all started when with me asking you why is everybody doing this <laughs> and the more we're talking it's like yo literally everybody wins yeah the only person that doesn't win is floyd if he loses yeah um, I mean, that's that's really the only thing but outside of that everybody else wins and floyd losing is the least likely scenario so have you have you even imagined the, the the possibility of it happening? Like, have you even conceived of it? Because I I'm, I'm looking at ESPN. And I'm hearing Telly Atlas talking about, oh well, you, well you never know. Floyd hasn't fought in two years, and people talking about some he uh, Connor is bringing a different style and trying to sell it. Like, it's all right, guys. We're already gonna buy the match. Like the the only thing that I could say on Connor's behalf is he's fought guys with way longer reaches. I mean, he's fought he's fought Nate Diaz twice. It's Nate Diaz has a 76-inch reach compared to Mayweather's 72-inch reach. And uh, Connor landed nearly 50% of his punches against Diaz. That's the bright spot. The bad part is <laughs> Nate Diaz plays defense with his face and Mayweather <laughs> doesn't get hit. I think, May- I think Pacquiao, when he fought Mayweather, he hit just 19% of his punches and he was lucky if he hit 18 jabs in the whole fight. I mean, it's just... You ask me for a way or any possible scenario, that's the only thing I can think is if the McGregor's able to keep that distance because he does have that to his advantage. But he, I mean, it comes to footwork and everything. He's just not going to be able to cut down those angles. And as I said, if, if Manny Pacquiao can only land 19% of the punches and he's one of the highest volume punchers in boxing history, you're going to tell me Conor McGregor is going to go in there and piece up Mayweather? I just, I just can't see it happen. Oh well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, even be beyond Pacquiao, people forget about fighters like Ricky Hatton. People forget yeah, about I, fighters like Cotto that that um, 
that that Mayweather's fought. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, and you talk about you talk about power and everything too. It's like don't act like Mayweather wasn't in there against Canelo. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's fought he's fought the best of the best in boxing his whole career, and that's just as an MMA guy, I want to say Connor wins, but I just see I just see no path to victory. Um, I will say this event came at like the perfect time in the sporting calendar. <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> like there, there, there goes another one for everybody. Yeah. That's what's for the all month. It was just leading up. If it wasn't for uh, John Jones getting popped, the hype would be even more. All right. So I'm glad that you just said that. What, what, <laughs> what is up with this guy? Uh, he's just, he's his own worst enemy. He's the most talented man to ever do it. He, the sky was the limit for him. He could have been the Conor McGregor. He could have been the guy who transcended the sport and brought it to new heights. He could have been going and, and boxing people or kickboxing or doing whatever the hell you wanted. He could have been the guy that's up for a stake in the company. But instead he goes, he gets a DUI, then hit and run with a pregnant woman, test positive for a banned substance. And now uh, this time it was tur- ball. I don't know exactly how you say that, but the anabolic steroid and – it's a second offense. It's, it's, so. it's crazy. Um, before we get to like what's going to happen to him, the, the thing that sticks out for me is that when you have somebody like A-Rod in baseball and he gets caught with steroids, people don't regard uh, A-Rod as the best ever after he got caught with steroids. I remember beforehand, around 2005, 2006, people said if he stayed on pace, he could be the greatest baseball player ever. Um, and afterwards, you know... Uh, it, I guess it was regarded that with that stain on his career, he shouldn't even be mentioned like that. But it's funny that with John Jones, after he gets uh, caught with a banned sust- substance, um, people are still saying like it's crazy because he is definitively like the best. Like even the, even even with um, that stain on 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 his resume now, like so, could you explain just like for anybody that's a casual fan, like why his standing is that high in the sport that even with this people lament it and still give him that respect as the best. It all really comes down to, he was one of the first pure mixed martial artists to come into the sport before it would be, you're either a wrestler or you're a jujitsu guy or you're a a striker. John Jones was one of the first guys who came up in the mold of training everything and just being all around incredible. I mean, he was the youngest champion. He's, he's fought the, he's, he's beat Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, Leota Machida, Rampage Jackson, like all these former champions. And all at the time where he had barely had any experience and he was still new in the fight world. And just because of his resume, and he was out there doing things, he innovated the game. He was doing little teep kicks to people's kneecaps. He was spinning back elbows. He was just implementing techniques that nobody was ever really capable of doing before him. And he just he introduced a whole new level of striking to the game and creativity that now you're starting to see more of it. But he was just the first to do it, and nobody had an answer. So it's just how dominant he was. It's unfortunate that it came down to this. There's still a chance. There's still a chance that he'll be proven innocent. But um, regardless, he's still going to go down as one of the best ever. It's just you can't erase what he's done in the past and how how transcending he was. Um, if he doesn't prove in his innocence, what do you think is going to happen to him? Uh, if it gets proven, uh, it comes down to Usada, and he's a second offender. So 
if he's not proven innocent, it's going to be a two to four year ban, which is essentially the end of his career if it's four years because he's already 30. You take him to 34 with four years off, only having one or two fights in six years now. I mean, that's just that's something that's hard to come back from. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Anyway, Josh, thanks. Yeah, no problem, man. Hey, everybody, if you like what you hear so far and want to hear more from The Wreck, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Running Wreck to check out more of our shows. 